What's up, Stage Hoppers? Welcome to the second episode of Stage Hoppers Discuss, where we'll be talking about the past, present, and future of dance music with the help of special guests and industry experts. Joining us today is Fern from FernFest. If you have not already, be sure to check out his page on Instagram. Today's episode will be covering EDC Las Vegas and how its recent expansion in 2019 has affected the experience and how the future of the festival could look like. This episode is a continuation of the first episode where Fern and I talked about Ultra Miami and all the new regulations put on the festival. This was originally supposed to be one one-hour episode, but we decided to split the episode into two segments. And without further ado, hope you guys enjoy. So we'll move on to our next topic of discussion, and that's EDC, my personal favorite festival. I love and EDC. Yeah, man, this yeah. year has been crazy, sold out in two days, I think, of what it Tickets were officially announced. But, all right, all right, the reason it sold out so fast is just because it was a $20 down payment, and a lot of people were like, I got $20, <laughs> like, but in reality, they don't got $400 and something. Yeah. They're like, I could, but a lot of people are going to defer on those payments, so, like, if like, if you really want to take it, you just hop on that wait list, and you'll get a ticket off the wait yeah. list. Like, the, it's not, I don't think it's going to be an issue. A lot happens like, in 10 months. Yeah, right like, like it's, it's just... But it is getting a lot bigger, though. That oh, is for yeah. sure. It is for sure. Like, I mean, last year sold out, you know? Yeah. Like, that's, like, and this year it's going to sell out again, too. Like, I just, this is not going to be sold out as fast, you know? Like, but that's impressive, you know? Like, it did, like, you got enough tickets, you know, sold uh, in, like, like two days, wasn't it? Or like, yeah. yeah like, and luckily I was able to get mine, like, directly on the first day that it came out. Uh, I mean, the day that it sold out, I remember waking up and... Like seeing that ninety percent mark, which a lot of people always think they're like, oh no, that's not. That's what I thought too. It's just a marketing. Well, because like that's for sure a marketing thing, you know. Like countdown, like it's like, oh, we're ninety five percent sold out. Get your ticket now. No, you're not. (laughs) Yeah, for countdown, like I feel like it never happens. Like I mean, like they. they It was. I mean, it was like I. I think it did get to maybe like ninety percent sold out. I think it got. I think it did. Like it did really. Like I think it did get like high up there, but I don't think it was like that high up there, yeah. especially when they were saying it. Especially with the mid, like, mid-week festival like that. I mean, that's just, like, it's just, it's just I, I did this, these holidays were weird. Like, yeah. It messed up my whole schedule, you know? Like, I have, like, a random, like, Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, I got to like, work the day after. I'm like, what? I'm like, all right, cool. I guess this is what we're doing. I did have work on New Year's Day. Oh, man. <sighs> <laughs> it was rough. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so... Something that was really interesting was that EDC moved from 135,000 people in 2018 to 150,000 people in 2019. Yeah, I could and tell. And as someone that's been, I've been going since 2016, I believe, Fern, you've been going since 2017. Yeah. Uh, it, it was like, I mean, if 2019 was your first year, like you probably wouldn't, wouldn't really notice it, but it was a huge difference. Yeah, we were there when it was hot, not freezing cold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, it was so hot back then. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, it was a huge difference. Like going in, I was like looking around. I remember texting my sister and I was like, because it was her first time not going to ADC the last, after going the last like four years as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you wouldn't believe like how packed it is. Like It was is so crazy, crazy <laughs> yeah. packed. Like it was, oh, I, and I didn't, I didn't like, I don't like how packed it was. It's yeah. not my, it's, it's, I don't like being in packed areas. Like I like huge festivals, but like, I like I always like being like where like less of the crowd is. Yeah. Like, like you main like you typically won't catch me at like a main stage, like especially at the EDC main stage. Yeah. 
um but it was just packed every like getting like like getting like it like down those like steps like walking like by the cosmic meadow it was so hard to get past that yeah and then the water stations were and that wasn't a problem before uh like like this was the first time where i like bought water just because i looked at a line and i was just like there's no way that i'm dedicating that much time to spend and like i don't usually mind waiting you know like i, yeah. I get it, it's free water i mean like, waiting I in the line's waiting. kind of fun sometimes you know like just talking to the people yeah, there yeah, exactly. like, hey, you, know, you having a good time who you I'm having, who you, what's your favorite say <laughs> and we're like oh i was like bro i was there that was crazy yeah you know but yeah like it lines were long and so and sometimes like and like this year like the vibes were a little bit off too definitely like, like People like were not as nice as they used to be. Like, like they would just try to talk to them. They'll look at you and be like, "All right, fuck you too." I don't a lot of first time. Yeah, a lot of like, it's just the culture is for sure shifting. It's getting more EDM and like raving is getting more mainstream. You know, that's a good and a bad thing. You know, like like we said earlier, like, you know, Samyak like went like now they're gonna now they're gonna have like a festival like or like some type of thing every month, which is a good and a bad thing. Because, I mean, it's a good thing, obviously, you know, because there's more experiences you get to go live, uh, which is my whole thing. Yeah. You know, experiences. Um, but it's a bad thing, though, because, like, the culture is kind of getting lost, you know, like, the culture yeah. that, like, we fell in love with, you know, like, like, uh, like, just, like, looking out for one another and being there for one another is just getting lost. And, like... That's not everyone's fault, like, cause, like, I mean, that's like, that's not the people's fault, you know. It, it, it everyone kind of has a hand in it too, you know. Like the people who like love the culture, maybe aren't spreading it enough anymore, you know, which is also a big issue. Uh, and and you know, if you're not hearing the culture, you know, like, how do you know? If you if you're new to everything, you you're not just gonna you're not just gonna know everything. Someone has yeah. to tell you, yeah, you know man, what I mean. Someone exactly. has to tell you, and like. The reason I feel like that the culture might be shifting is because, like, everyone, there's just, I feel like there's been, like, it's been shifting from the love to, like, it's been, like, a lot of, like, more, like, hate. Like, people are, like, oh, like, oh, like, like people just kind of, like, look at each other the wrong way and stuff. And, like, there's been, and, like, the shit is shifting over from the music, you know, it's just being, like, huge parties, like, which, you know, like, raving, like, it's, like, a love for the music, you know, like, that's what I fell in love with. Like, when I went to my first rave, like, I didn't know anything about EDM. Like I, like, I only went just because I lived in San Bernardino and it was something to do. And, but like, I fell in love with the culture. Everyone was so welcoming. Everyone was so happy. Like, I just felt like, like I like belonged here. You know, and, yeah. like Who doesn't want to feel like they belong somewhere? Yeah. But like with the shift, it's getting more mainstream. It's just, it's, it might just be too hard to push that culture now because there's too many, there's too many people now. But it's still a great time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's still really fun. Like I'm, will never hate on anything just because I love it. You know, uh, I'm just saying that it is different. Definitely. Yeah. And I think you're definitely right in terms of we need to, as people that have like experienced how it was before, and even going way back before my first shave because I'm fairly new to the scene as well uh, compared to people that have been. Yeah, people know, that have been there for years. For you know. Longer, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think it's like our job in a way to kind of like spread plur and like the good vibes yeah uh, it's not gonna spread itself exactly like, yeah you kind of got to be like the change you like see in the world in a way where you just just kind of when you see you know how you make those moments with like people in the crowd you just like you just got to do those as often as you can and like yeah just, just be, share that try message. to spread that positive message you know like no one's gonna spread it like 
Like, if you don't spread it, then how do you, like, then that means a lot of people might be thinking the same way. So you got to put that positive energy out there yeah. for it to be reciprocated. If no one's putting the positive energy out there, then the energy is just going to die. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. My first rave back was Nocturnal 2016. And, uh... Shout out to Nicole, Joel, and Ava. Uh, they, like the group that I was with, they kind of like, you know, taught me. Like was, at, at that time, I didn't, I wasn't into EDM You're just at there. all. I was yeah. just uh, like my older sister that was like, has already was already like raving for a long time. Like as soon as I turned eighteen, like she took me to my first one, and like I didn't know what to expect going in, but like I was with a group that were very experienced, and they kind of taught me how to act, how to like connect with people around me and like you know just tell me like a good message like how to be a good raver you know (laughs) blur i'm i mean yeah like someone like like someone taught you you know you hit like you're not gonna you're not gonna know that you know like it's just how it is like even if if i i don't want to be the person that complains about it because like i'm not gonna complain about it i'm just gonna do my part and try to continue like it you know always be a good person like always look out for somebody else you know someone's not doing too well like look out for them you know like that's what it's about we're there to look out for each other we're there to have a good time we're there to look out for each other and then we're and so then we can all be able to, to like come back another day and then do it again you know yeah mm-hmm. and i mean especially with like pickpocketing now that's that's getting Dude, crazy i got my worse. phone st- pickpocketed at escape oh, last year <clears throat> 2018 it's becoming like a organized crime it, 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 basically yeah yeah all right so so people go to these events like and they have a whole system set up they go to these events strictly steal phones there's a couple there's a couple people like that are the ones who actually steal the phones and then they go give it to other people to other people like in their like group who are the ones who hold the phones so they ne- so if they ever get caught actually stealing a phone they don't have a bunch of other phones on them you know, and then after they steal them, they have they have two options. The, the The option that they go with the most is just send it off to China, sell it for parts. Because if a phone's locked, you can't do anything with it. You can't unlock it. You can't. If my iPhone is has it on lost mode, you can't do anything with it. But they have this link now that they send you. It's like, oh, the police located your phone right here. Sign in to your iCloud to unlock your phone so we can tell you where to pick it up and as soon as you sign in your iCloud they have your information log in turn off on your my iPhone and they set your phone reset oh. your phone and set your phone damn that's crazy dude it, it's it's crazy it's like a whole thing set up like at first when they were when I because I when I got my phone so I got the link to it was like oh the police I got like 10 text messages from like different things I was like it's obvious the police doesn't have my phone yeah like and then it's like oh this is an Apple support message saying we like the police locate your phone message sign in here and then the link was a fucking Google link like yeah, Apple's using a Google link. All right, like, and now it's try harder, now right? now it's <laughs> Apple link. Like now they like they realize that people are like, oh, we're not that stupid. Yeah. But um, yeah, so just be careful. Um, yeah, I mean it's gotten to a point where your phone, if it's in your if your phone is in your pocket, it's not safe. Like that that shouldn't be. You should like, have to worry about if someone's gonna steal my phone at yeah. a rave because you're here to have a good time. Especially as like content creators, I mean like. We like a big part of when we go to festivals is us like recording and like sharing it with you guys at Fern Fest and stage hoppers. Uh, so I constantly like have my phone. I don't really, te- I usually go for small groups. So I'm not really texting anyone. I'm yeah. just, I just have my phone to record. But like, I don't, it's like I just came to the realization that it's just, it's just not safe in my pocket anymore. Even if, like, I, if I'm, and I'm someone who's like, like 
if I have my phone in my pocket, I'm like looking around, always being cautious, but it's getting to the point where I'm like, I'm just not even, keep, it's rather in my hand. Yeah, phone, my phone's always in my hand yeah. now. Like, just cause like, I just like, yeah, like I love like recording videos and I just feel safer with it in my hand. You know, yeah. like I've got, it's crazy cause that's, that year, I got my phone stolen on the first day and then my cousin got his phone stolen on the second day. It's, it's just, it sucks that it's something that we have, that you have to deal with. And then at dream state, my phone, my, I mean my phone, my friend got her phone stolen at dream state. That's crazy. Like, exactly. You know, like, who, like I got night. my phone stolen at escape at the main stage. All right. Like, that, like that's kind of more like believable, you know, more realistic, you know, it's escape. It's like people were there cause it's Halloween. It's sold down. Yeah. The main stage is crowded. But at Dream State, like that's that it's 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 taking it to another level now. Yeah, yeah but just look out for one another. Um, it is like, what do you do when you like? Cause you, yeah, like look out for one another. But like when you see someone like stealing, like what do you, you know? Like what do you do? Like what's the first action? Cause like now it is like organized. It's not just that it's one. It's not guy just that one stealing. guy. Yeah, like, that guy has like five guys around him. Like, yeah, if you him see eye. some like I, the the I feel like the best move if you see someone stealing is don't don't um engage don't engage follow him to see what he's doing and follow him because if you engage you could you're gonna get one phone back uh and you're gonna get one phone back but that's not that's not the it's not the main guy you want you know the main guy you want is the guy with all the phones in his backpack because then you're gonna get a bunch of phones back for a bunch of different people yeah and going back to that culture it's just it's crazy because like like you know like when I first started raving, if I lost my phone, like, I wasn't even worried because I knew that it was going to be a lost and found because the quote, like, the people were there and they're, they're going to take my phone back. And, like, like my, I can't even tell you the amount of times my brother has lost his phone at rave. But every time he has gotten it back, but, like, I mean, not not recently. Like, he hasn't lost it recently. But, yeah. like, this was, like, before. Like, every time he has gotten it back. And that's just because that's the faith that, you know, we had. But, like, that's not the faith that, that is there anymore. Yeah. Because that's just not the message that is being spread anymore. And it's just kind of sad. But it's just something that, like, how are you How are you even, how would you, as a promoter, stop somebody from stealing phones? Yeah. There's really no way, you, no. Like, like, you can't really, like. There's no real, real way, you know, you can stop it. Well, you, I, what you could do is you could make everyone just bring clear bags. But now you're like, everyone's going to be upset because now they got to buy a whole new bag that's clear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's not really anything much as a promoter can do, even though it's an issue that plagues. It's just, you just got to, it's just, we got to adapt. We got to prepare ourselves for it because it's a reality and we got to face it. Yeah. You know, we can't just sit, be all mad that someone's stealing phones because like, I mean, you could be mad, but that's not going to do anything because they're still going to do it. So just prepare. Buy locks for your bags. Put stuff in bags, you know, like they sell like little locks that you can do. But we do that at Coachella because that's the issue at Coachella too. Um, f- put it in fanny packs and hide your fanny pack under your shirt, you know, or something like that, you know, so they can't see it. Or like you feel them, you know, like you feel them lifting yeah. up your shirt, you know. Just got to prepare for the worst, unfortunately. They might keep... Th- Keep it safe. I mean, you you don't want a, a bad feeling walking away, getting like your property stolen up at a night that you're going you, out to have fun. Uh, moving back on, what do you think of a two weekend EDC with the population size increasing? I this was something I brought up on stage hoppers a while back, and at the time, everyone disagreed. I, like I felt like I was in a minority, but now with that was before like EDC just selling out like super quickly. And with the growth of the festival, like, would it be 
better for them to scale. For example, doing currently is at one hundred fifty thousand. Let's say bringing it back down to like one hundred thirty thousand and doing two weekends. But I mean, this is this that, is yeah, this is long term. Like this yeah, is, this is a, be, down the line. Well, like I mean, Electric Forest, you know, went two weekends and then it went back to one weekend. I think, I mean, I think it could be a possibility in the future. But the thing is, like EDM is too is too small. Like yeah. it's a growing genre. It's a really fast growing genre. But at the end of the day, it's too it's still too small. You know, yeah. like Coachella can do it because you know they got everything. You know, I mean, as EDC grows as like, and then more like, you know, like influencers and stuff like that. In reality, that's, that, I, I think that's why Coachella can do it is because it's just such a huge like media yeah. thing. It's like everybody who's anybody goes to Coachella pretty much. And I feel like that's kind of where EDC is going in too, as it's getting bigger too. But at the moment, and at least not for like another four years, I'd say, I don't think it would can get to that level because also like EDM music doesn't chart either, you know, like yeah, EDM, true. like the only, the only EDM music that will chart on like the billboards are like, are like pop EDM, you know, like Calvin Harris and like, or like when you get like, you know, like people like Marshmello who like are even going away from like, you know, like EDM and just being producers for like, you know, like Rowdy Rich or like, you know, Nightmare has a song with Gunna, you know, like, I mean, I know that their goal is to chart with their music. So it's like, until that music starts charting, I don't think it can do it just because it doesn't have enough attraction to it per se. Like, I, it has enough attraction to be a huge one weekend festival, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can say it has enough to be a, a huge like two weekend festival. That's a great point. I mean, yeah, you're definitely right. With it's, it's still very like genre specific, mm-hmm. whereas a Coachella. It's just more broad. It's everything, you know. It's like people like you know. There's 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 EDM. There's hip hop. There's uh um what's it called? Um, indie. Yeah, there's indie. You know, that's what it became famous for. There's like there's like Latin music. You know, like they had Bad Bunny last year. Like one of the biggest like stars like on the planet. You know, like yeah. like and it's just I guess because they can do a bunch of different angles. You know, they can like that's what works for Coachella. I mean, EDC is starting to do hip hop, which I I like a lot um because like i mean like i love hip-hop that's kind of the music that i grew up yeah. listening to um you know they had post malone two years ago they had asap rocky uh last year it's kind of sad because this year they would have had juice world oh, like, oh really they 100 percent. they i like it, it's 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 it, i like it's like one of those things that like it wasn't like the you know like confirmed but yeah. like i like it's for sure what they were like going towards because Insomniac booked Juice World at Audiotistic in oh, okay. in the in the Bay and at Heart Summer, yeah. And like, he kind of is like that, like he fits like that vibe. Like I think Juice World could perform at a rave. You know, there's certain there's certain artists that can also perform at raves. Not all of them, like you know, like but like there's certain artists like you know like ASAP Rocky did did well. Yeah. Post Malone fits. It's like a lot of vibe vibey music, and that's what Juice World. Is they've done a, yeah they've done a great job like picking those artists like mm-hmm. uh like ju- just like the artists you just mentioned right now uh they fit perfectly with yeah they, fit, they get the support yeah, exactly like seeing uh i mean so like we'll see like who they go with now um for like their like hip-hop but it's like they're expanding you know i think i think i don't even know who i think would be there now this year i think i don't know maybe like Lil Uzi probably i think Lil Uzi would probably like would, yeah would, would kind of fit the vibe i mean they booked him audio autistic in socal last year so 
but like that's them trying to expand more to you know them starting off i would personally love to see Lil uzi at circuit grounds not at cosmic metal i think crazy. i think uzi would do really well at circuit grounds um but, like tame impala <laughs> tame impala at tame impala at uh cosmic meadow that'd be awesome would be amazing would be beautiful yeah that would that would be one of the best the best like, you could just watch it in the stands like yeah like oh, yeah, dude watching in sets in the stands is like one of the best like experiences like i saw porter in the stands like 2017 and it was one of yeah the, with the fireworks, fireworks yeah icing I, on top what i don't like now is how like they do the fireworks show separate from the acts yeah i'm not the biggest fan of that uh i see why they're doing it i think it's just more adds to their marketing, which is honestly was a genius marketing move because everyone's just recording that moment. You got EDC on every screen, on every stage. Uh, but yeah, it did take away from that. Because, yeah, like Porter during the fireworks, Martin Garrix during oh, yeah, the fire. Martin, oh, dude, that, that was, was, speaking of which, I was literally going to post that video of like after we finished with this Martin yeah, Garrix at like fireworks. Seven was, Lions in 2017. <laughs> Just the fireworks, like, make it so much better. I remember I seen Zomboy 2 during the fireworks. Oh, yeah, that's he was just like, legendary. oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, you're right, Zomboy. Oh, shit. That <laughs> set was yeah. I still see the videos of that circulating. And it's, Dude, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, like, it's, it's crazy how much it's grown and it's still growing. And, like, I think maybe two weekends will be a possibility in the future as EDM, as Insomniac grows. But that's still a ways away. And I'm just gonna enjoy these moments while they while we can enjoy them now, you know. I think the campground right now is their bigger concentration. Like yeah, expanding the campground as much as possible. And that's why they're able to expand how much like their like attendance, you know, because like with the campground, you know, like that helps traffic so much. I mean, traffic is still terrible, but yeah. but like, what do you you can't do anything? There's only one road. Yeah, you know, like so, yeah. like there's literally only one Some road man in for and out. Yeah, people. exactly, but. Like, you know what you're getting yourself into. Like, you know. Like, get first-timers or if you've already been a regular. I mean, like, shuttles are a great option. VIP parking. I, just, I I've normally done shuttles, but I did VIP parking for the first time last year. And that was that was awesome. Like, just flew right past the traffic when, like, I think it was, like, a couple exits down from where you're supposed to exit for EDC. I just went right past that. And I was it's in and clutch. out in, like, 10 minutes. How yeah. much is the VIP parking? I believe it's around 100 bucks, but it's, like. For, like, the three days? Yeah. Or, yeah, that's and it's, worth it. I mean, Easy. we had like uh, we just filled up our car. Yeah, with exactly. Friends that's and like worth you it. split the price between the five people or like even if you have a big car, like seven people. In yeah, the car. I used to not want to drive because I was like, oh, I'm a pregame, but now it's like I'm too old to pregame. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna go. <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> and that, yeah, man, that traffic is brutal. The traffic is so brutal. <laughs> What's nice is that last year we got an Airbnb, so we didn't stay on the strip. So it was like. We like avoid. We were able to. We, once you're able to take the streets, like the different streets, yeah. it's, it's way easier. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I mean, I'm honestly kind of interested in camping. Like, it looks pretty sick. Me like, too. Like the pods are really sick. The air condition, or yeah. maybe get like an air, like an RV or something. Like, yeah, they're killing it with the setup that they have going. I would personally like. I'm super interested in camping too, but uh, I usually go with like my, my girlfriend and my older sister and they're both just like, we want to, we want a hotel. We want showers. Yeah. We want to set up. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like the issue with like Coachella camping is like, but like, I mean, at least they have like, like a bed and like a pot at EDC. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't, you don't get that option at, uh, True. at Coachella. You're sleeping on, you're sleeping on your tent. <laughs> you're sleeping in your tent. And if you bring in an inflatable mattress and by the end of the third day that it's deflated. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I saw like, uh, 
like, I don't know if they're incorporating it this year, but did you see those little, like, sample, like, almost, like, rooms that they had where it was, like, it was, like, it wasn't a tent. It's, like, a wall. Uh, it's basically, like, a little room that they set up for you. At Coachella like, or? At, it was at EDC. EDC. I don't know. Like, I don't know if they're going to, if they're planning on replacing the tents with those or if they're, mm. uh, if they're just going to do that. It's kind of, like, a more, like, a VIP package, but it was basically just, like, a room, like, a small room that they set up for you. It's pretty cool. Uh, it'll be with a bed and everything. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be super interesting to see the future of that, but they've been killing I it. I mean, yeah, no, like, Pasquale is, 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 is He's so like the way he thinks is so smart. He thinks he cares so much about his like headliners, and he's like one of my like biggest influences. Pesco yeah. is just how hard he's worked to get to the because though the the route Pasquale took was probably one of the most hardest because he took the route that was something that was seen like completely taboo. It was so illegal. And, like, no one wanted anything to do with it just because it was associated with the drug culture. And it was like, oh, those people are all, like, just a bunch of drug addicts that, like, like just get like, all fucked up. and like. Yeah. But, like, he said, no, this is an opportunity for something different. And he stuck with it. And now it's paying off so much for him. And, like, I love seeing him do, like, get the opportunity to do whatever he wants. Like, so when he sold, when he sold, like, when he sold like half of Insomniac to Live Nation, that was like truly like that moment when he was like, I can do absolutely whatever I want now. Yeah. Now there's EDCs all over the world. There's Beyonds like, like all over like Latin America. Yeah. You know, like he's just he's just doing his thing and he created his own lane and like that's one of my like dreams and goals. So like, um, kudos to him and I can't wait to see what he continued doing with EDC because it's. It's the 10-year anniversary in Vegas, and it's just getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, and it, it's crazy that he's built, like, an environment where it's one of the few companies that, like, I just love seeing them succeed. Like, when I see them open a new EDC in, like, a new country, I'm like, yeah, like, keep it going. Like, you guys are kicking ass when I see it sell out, you know? Like, in a way, you get excited for it because, you know, that just builds on the experience that you'll get as well because it's just, just as the company grows, you just keep developing. Exactly, and, and as the company grows, as the company grows, they're just gonna keep doing bigger and better things for their fans or for their for their headliners, because you know they're like that's who they care about. They care about their headliners absolute most. But yeah, I can't wait to see what's next for them. Yeah, man, uh, really appreciated you coming down here. I know you made a long drive down. It's uh, all good. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah. you guys gotta check out Fernfest. Uh, post great content, man. Uh, you're one of my favorite channels out there. Yeah, thank like, you, I'm excited bro. I to see your journey it. going up. Dude. And like, I'm sure we'll be doing more of these together as well. we got yeah. a lot to talk about. Yeah, we got so, I mean, this is just the first, you know, there's a lot more. There's a lot more that's going to be happening, you know. Uh, it's just really the beginning for both of us, Definitely. you know. I can't wait to see where, what direction both of us go in, where we end up. I yeah. know. I know we both got our, our visions of what we want, like, our, like, brands to be. And I'm super excited to, you know, be able to work on our goals together. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, like, we got to do an episode of just talking about our, like, journeys that we've experienced yeah. so far and what we got ahead of us. But uh, I really enjoy working with you because, like, you're doing things differently. You're bringing, like, new things on the table. And it's exciting, man. I mean, it's just such a growing uh, culture that we get to be a part of Dude, and yep, put yeah. our influence on. Yeah, I, 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 I honestly love the people that, like, I love the followers that we get, the people that engage with us just because they really care about the stuff that we try to like yeah. push because, you know, we love this culture. We love we love music. We love experiences, you know, and like we help people like live like 
amazing experiences you know like some people like don't get the opportunities that we get like to attend like some of the like the most amazing festivals in the world most amazing shows they don't get those experiences and like we get to help people live them Definitely. like and yeah we're it's pretty much it yeah, yeah. Man, thank you thank you stage hoppers for the support thank you for infest family and we'll be right back with some more soon yep All thank right. you guys thank you for listening if you listen this far drop a comment hit a like uh we would love some feedback thank you guys see you soon